0: Grass, Gunja, Joint, Doobie, Do, Chronic, Ace, Lobo, Loco, Loveboat, Bud, Buddha, Blunt, Pot, Pat, Bin, Chiba Chiba, 420, and Hashish, or Hash for short. It's
1: all marijuana. This is Marijuana Media. Come in. Baby. Brought to you by The Hemp Store at 253K Road or shop online at hempstore.co.nz.
0: Do it, man.
1: Sunny afternoon. Welcome to Chris Valley. You made your way down here from the Hempster up on K Road to the BFM studio.
0: Oh, indeed, and such, such, so lovely out there, Auckland. It's loving good. a good. Beautiful day,
1: Auckland. You're think, looking great.
0: Loving that extended musical interlude there. Mm-hmm. Welcome, getting everyone in the mood. I hope everyone is rightfully in the mood. 4:20 every Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you are rolling up, having a dab, uh, had an edible, uh, up your butt. Um, The basketball, the oil, whatever you're doing. Yep. You know, um, it's marijuana media. And it is the election aftermath this week, so uh, we'll start with that anyway to get it out of the way. And that's why you've got to be mentally prepared, folks. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're all entitled to it Thursday after an election. And and might I just say, too, isn't it lovely having no government? (laughs) Um, I think this every time after the
1: election. No government to tell us what to do for a couple of weeks. If More freedom, could, less government, as they say.
0: Well, yeah, just less government would be great. Yeah. If only we could extend that, eh? Uh, so anyway, yes, as we as we uh, talked a bit about last week, what would a national government look like? And, and here it looks like it, it's going to happen if you haven't followed along. Um, Mark Mitchell, potentially, going to emerge out of this uh, Minister of Justice, maybe also police, former cop, former dog handler.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and and uh, some sort of military guy Okay, so I'm not quite sure. Uh, good news, Christopher Luxon, happy with the current settings. That sounds quite good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what does that mean? Does the current settings mean their policy? I don't know, because their policy is you know send more people to jail, and and generally be tough on crimes. So, mm. uh, well, the thing I'm, is, I'm uh, well, Chris Valley,
1: why is why is no one prepared to tackle the root of the crime and maybe? improve peace people's standard of living and education and access to health care so there aren't these stresses that create conditions for crime
0: that's mm, a bloody good point i feel like labor gave that a go or at least that was their goal that yes. was their aim what they were trying it just to just
1: takes too long right but it, it's yeah, easier to the quick yeah. fix is sending people to prison but no one's prepared to invest in the you know the foundations of a good quality life mm. is it too hard mm. is it just too hard is it or do we, is there, Do we have to pay too much tax to um, create well, this situation? Well, other countries
0: certainly have other approaches. You know? Yeah. Well, certainly, if we look to Europe and lots of low security kind of things and mm-hmm. focus on rehabilitation. And things oh, like Norway It's really interesting at the moment they... that, like, for example, rehab is only available to actual proper prisoners, not remand prisoners. But when you look at our prison population, over half of them are remand, right? They haven't mm-hmm. even gone to trial yet. Yes. And these are technically innocent or proven guilty, and uh, you know they don't get access to any oh, kind of uh, rehab or you know they're just kind of stewing away mm-hmm. yeah anyway okay um so uh what can we say is the good news there must be some yes <sighs> i'm not sure what it is uh <laughs> Um I did think what well, was interesting over in Tamaki, uh, looking around here in Auckland, and that was that uh, Brooke Van Velden, you know, with act took that out over Simon O'Connor, and he, of course, was very conservative. Mm. and that was one of the reasons Act targeted that was saying he was out of whack with that with that local community and what they were feeling mm. or thinking. and uh, you know he was very um I believe anti-abortion and made some statements like that and things. So Brooke Van Velden meanwhile um, voted yes in the uh, cannabis referendum. And uh, Vote Compass, this was on One News, they pointed out that uh, uh, 50% of the Tamaki electorate identified in the Vote Compass uh, survey strongly or somewhat agreed cannabis should be legalised. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much spot on with the referendum, I Yes, guess. Yep. That's kind of surprising, right? You think, oh, that's a really conservative electorate, but actually it's not. No. Hmm. I mean, they're probably
1: all. That? I mean, living in that part of town, they're probably all university educated, had some sort of experience with cannabis and cannabis culture while they attended tertiary. Education, You know, mm. if you're out that way. I'm making a massive assumption here, but, you know, affluent. Probably don't see too much of a problem with it. Privileged?
0: I, I think, well, most of Auckland did vote, yes, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then I guess it becomes, well, you know... It feels like, to me, this was one of the many reasons why Labour um, did so badly. You know, the, the, the referendum, along with lots of other things, scared mm-hmm. of change, scared of kind of doing anything. Yeah. It uh, was some of the, sort of what they were characterised, scared of losing votes. And so you had a referendum that was right on half-half, mm. and instead of doing something, they were just scared of offending one half. The other 50%. And meanwhile, yeah. you know, offended the people that voted yes. So, mm. uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, what else can we talk about on some good news? Let's just move right along. To some yep. good news, and on, and but before we do yes yeah, shout out to everyone who did run and particularly I want to say uh, the people who took pro-reform uh, positions of course mm-hmm. um, Green Party I love voting for Steve Abel out my way Yes and, uh, Newland Waitakere Rangers. Yep. And uh, so he's an MP He's in. Now. He's in yes, now, eh? He's in. Oh, yeah, good on him. Um, I first met Steve in the Native Forest Action uh, campaigns down on the West Coast in mm-hmm. the late 90s, 1998, yes. I believe. Yeah. After the gathering, when we did drug testing at the gathering and did a little convoy of hippies down the West Coast and, yes. and sat in some trees and, and, and protested, uh, what are they called, timberlands? Yeah. Yeah, So uh, I've known Steve for a long time, and it's great to see him in Parliament. Yeah, I've awesome. talk-
1: we've talked to him a couple of times on the phone here for various topic of the week stuff and he's been he's always been a pleasure to chat to so yeah he's a very switched on dude
0: right on right on and uh very good and so this is was interesting so a couple of days after the action which was in fact just yesterday uh uh medsafe announced as part of ministry of health of course just uh that cbd will now be available over the counter okay Uh, or could be could be oh could be uh hold your horses said the spin-off, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you've got to go through the full, so what, the, what this change will mean, we, we foreshadowed it uh, a couple of times over the last year mm-hmm. as it's been working its way through. Uh, interesting, yeah, that it just came through a couple of days after, the, I don't know why. Uh, but um, So CBD will be avail- available over the counter, but only if they're approved as a proper medicine. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, uh, you have CBD uh, as well as THC products can go through the medical cannabis scheme mm. get approved that way. Uh, that's a kind of different level. It's the same standards for the product manufacturer, but it's uh, they don't have to run trials to prove efficacy or okay. these sorts of things, And mm-hmm. then, but then there's no claims being made. Right. Yep. So. Uh, they'll have to go through the full medicines approval process. But then, of course, depending on what you uh, measured in your trials, you can then make claims about it. But you can also advertise them. They're mm-hmm. like a regular medicine at that point. Yes. Uh, and uh, and then they will be available. You just go into a pharmacy and get them. Mm-hmm. So uh, this will bring us in line with Australia, which is bloody good. A change happened there uh, two years ago. To date, uh, nothing's gone through that process yet in Australia. Mm-hmm. So that gives you an idea Can you purchase how long, it? Can you buy it? Well, you can get it through the medical cannabis scheme okay. as i say but that, that means going through a doctor getting a prescription going yes. through one of the cannabis clinics we've got all their details at the shop yep. or on our, our website and uh and um so under this new change you won't have to go to the doctor you just go directly to the pharmacy It okay. will just it'll just be over the counter off yes. the shelf kind of thing like, Right. like getting some It's a bit easier Slightly easier, much more in line with other countries. It, yeah. it, it finally, we catch up with Australia two years, but but it certainly, like I was in Europe last year, you just bought CBD, wherever the hell you wanted, mm. in the cafe, you got it in a soda drink, mm-hmm. uh, in a smoothie or whatever. So uh, you yeah, know, it was in all sorts of things. All the pharmacies just had big displays of CBD all over England. Mm-hmm. So it just brings us in line with those. Yeah. Uh, about yep. bloody time. <sighs> so uh, newsroom and uh, NBR both have some paywalled articles about that. Uh, which is a bit unfortunate, but uh, they're, they're alluding to uh, the industry being, you know, quietly optimistic, but um, yeah, it'll, it'll take a while mm-hmm. before we see some actual changes there. But there is a, the good news, there's a truncated process, so you do have to go through the medicines thing, but if you get halfway through it, here's a little hint for professionals, mm-hmm. you get halfway through the process, you can apply for provisional approval, and then you're treated like an approved medicine, and mm-hmm. you can get on the shelf while you complete the rest of your trials.
1: Mm-hmm. So, do you think there's going to be a bit of scope for it to be manufactured locally or do you think we'll mostly see imported products as far as CBD goes?
0: I think that's going to be the case at the beginning, it'll mm. be much easier, but um, it certainly will make things, it'll open up some opportunities I, I hope and I think, you know, for, for local producers, mm. um, but you know, whether they can do it better than an import, you yep. know, that, that's what, uh, what you've got to try and work out. Okay. Yeah, but certainly from the patient's point of view whether it's local or imported it does mean that that'll happen but it just won't be overnight you know what I mean yep. we're kind of looking at a couple of years away potentially do
1: you know how quickly it's happened in Australia
0: uh, well it's, it's been two years and they haven't had it yet so uh, yeah. there are people working through that process but they haven't got through okay. it yet yep. but that could be part of the trick right is you select a product that has already had some trials done so you're not having to start from nothing start from scratch you've yeah, got yeah. something which is good to go yeah, elsewhere yeah. okay Yeah. Mm. all right Right on. Uh, more good news, uh, Cook Islands, this is great. Uh, so this happened last Thursday evening just after the show and they announced um, that uh, their legislation will go, uh, medical cannabis legislation, this is in Cook Island News, the medical cannabis legislation will go before their parliament in December. Um, they held a referendum last year, 64% voted to legalise medical cannabis. Mm-hmm. Uh, they then sent a, formed this committee and uh, sent a fact-finding mission to New Zealand um, they gave their recommendations. so they haven't kind of released that. That's been slightly controversial in their local media that we don't quite know what this legislation is going to be. Mm. Yet, but, it, but it's going to appear soon and uh, it'll go into their Parliament in December.
1: Okay. Mm.
0: Pretty good. So um, and what, it, what it looks like, the hints and, uh, and um, uh, some aspects of our scheme. Uh, potentially around product standards for the, the kind of more pharmaceutical style and that would let, um, just like how when you have a prescription for your medical cannabis in New Zealand that means you can travel to Australia with it and vice versa, bring it back even mm-hmm. um, go over there, get a prescription, bring it here, whatever um, it, that'll mean the same thing, you'd be able to go between Cook Islands and here that'd be great, great for New Zealand patients, great for the Cook Islands too, for Have people going over there mm-hmm. and not having issues like that, um, but also some sort of other um what they're talking enabling a regime that fits our aspirations you know they, they don't want to be too kind of difficult like it's been here and that where it takes bloody ages for mm. things to happen so um some sort of local kind of co-op communal cultivation thing mm-hmm. yeah that's what i'm expecting and hopefully hopefully they'll uh, that will enable some sort of you know we'll be able to go over there and stay at little wellness resorts and get your uh cannabis mud pack facials, or whatever they are, and hot stones with the stone.
1: Yep, that sounds good to me, Chris. There you
0: go.
1: Now, uh, next story, we're on to this polydrug. I haven't heard that term before.
0: Yeah, mate, that's the thing when you use more than one, and and the reality is, when you talk about legal drugs, we're all polydrug users, typically, (laughs) most people are. (laughs) Alcohol and caffeine, bit of weed maybe. Best. A bit of whatevers every now and again. Yeah, true actually. So Shouldn't it forget. turns out, this was uh, this was on uh, Normal's website, a new study that's come out, published in Addictive Behaviors, and what they found was that people who used uh, frequently uh, used stimulants used cannabis to decrease their consumption of stimulants. And okay. specifically, crystal methamphetamine, known here as P. So uh, 78% of stimulant reporters, uh, stimulant users reported using less during periods of cannabis use. Okay. So there you go. so go. Uh, that's a good benefit of making cannabis more widely available. Yeah. Potentially even as a uh, show the fuck out crackhead. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, like maybe you know cops should carry it around and go oh my god that guy's freaking out give him some give him a joint come on. Yeah. Yeah yeah. We'd all be better off. It makes would. sense. We'd all be better off. Yes. Um, and uh, I believe that was in Canada that, that study and another one that came out of Canada was that they found uh, and this is again what one of those claims, the old NOPE has always said, the adoption of legalisation was not associated associated with upticks in cannabis use by young people, or among older people, they weren't experiencing problems. Okay. So those are the two things, you know, that's like, oh, more, more young people use it? No. Or more people have problems? Mm. No. Mm. I, was having, I was
1: having this conversation with my partner the other day about w- w- the reasons why... Y- young people often would try cannabis and she was like you well you would have tried you tried cannabis because it was cool and there is a bit of that you know when you're a teenager everyone's doing it's kind of cool give it a Mm. hoon but once it's legal it's not so badass
0: I tell you what, that's one of the things about medical. It opens people's eyes to that mindset, but also when you see kind of sick and old and peop- people in wheelchairs or whatever outside mm. the dispensaries, and that, it, that doesn't make it kind of cool for young no. people <laughs> so much. But certainly, you know, even going to Amsterdam, I've never seen a young person even try and go into a coffee shop. Yes. It's, it's just... Yeah. You know, it, when it's like potatoes or whatever, it's just not a... It's just not a thing. A thing. Plus, yeah. you can enforce it, you know, and, yeah. and regulate it. Yeah, yeah right on. Uh, so the, anyway, spread the word on those, but... Uh, there we go, so I wish you all a, a merry week then, mm-hmm. having got through a, a nice week of no government. I love that. Yeah. Um, next, substance testing, 2nd of November, that's not too far away. Uh, two Thursdays, I think. And then, uh, of course, J-Day coming up, 2nd of December. 2nd and, of December, uh, not, it's far. Saturday, not far away at all. Hopefully we're going to have a beautiful day like this, I have. I feel like we will. And uh, speaking of which, you want to get some nice summer gears um, down at the shop. Uh, shorts, shirts and shits. It was my line for this week because uh, we've got some shorts and shirts in mm-hmm. and a colon cleanse tea.
1: Oh, nice one.
0: There you go. Made out of local hemp.
1: Yeah, excellent. Hey, Chris Valley from the Hemp Store, thank you so much. We'll look forward to seeing you up at the Hemp Store on K Road and or here next week. Right on. Do
0: it, man. That was Marijuana Media. The hemp
1: store. Visit them at 253 K Road or shop online at hempstore.co.nz.